Hi, this is Mitch Tyke, and I've moved on from my stint at the Milwaukee affiliate of National Public Radio to a second act, or maybe a sixth or seventh act, with NCPR in upstate New York. This, too, is the second part to an interview. Let's see if Chris and Jim can redeem themselves after their subpar efforts in the first half of the interview, or better yet, maybe the guest will storm out. It's Season 7 of the Bait and Switch Podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch Podcast. My name is Jim Martin, along with my co-host, as always, Chris Beyer. Hello, Jim. Hello, Chris. How's it going? Good. So tonight we have with us from Sorta Ridiculous Productions... This is Darren Alston with us tonight. Welcome, Darren. Woo-woo. Thanks Hello. for being here. No, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's first ask the, the most obvious question. What is Sorta Ridiculous Productions? Um, growing up, I did a lot of things. I have a lot of interests from video games to just design, generally speaking, to animation. When I was closer to graduating, I was like, oh, I need to find a way to work this all into one thing. So um, I looked a little bit more into what producers do, and I was like, huh, all this will work into that. All right, now we just need a name. I'm not absurd, but most of the things that I talk about is true. So sort of ridiculous. So sort of ridiculous productions. That's what it is. Well, let's back up a little bit. I'll, I'll explain a little bit how we got Darren on the podcast yeah. here. Some three, four months ago, Jim's uh, brother-in-law was in town. From Amsterdam. Greg, Greg Shapiro. Greg, really Greg, cool right. dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Greg Shapiro was in town, and Greg Shapiro is a comedian based in Europe, based in Amsterdam. Yep. And uh, he's part of the comedy troupe called Boom Chicago, which is essentially a second city of of people from Chicago that went to Europe and started their own second city. Right. Right. And he was in town, and we interviewed him for the podcast, and the podcast got lost. It was a technical difficulties. Oh, no. That's why I was just checking this before we did this, but everything seemed to be fine. All the levels looked like everything was cool. Everybody was working, and everything was good. And then when I went back to uh, actually get the recording, it was just like some electric... Like kind of like, nee, 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 yeah. that kind of crap. Oh, I hate so, when that happens. Yeah. Well, if you it lose was, this our, one, you're not missing anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's it our best podcast ever. But it was the best it's one lost. ever. Yeah, it's yeah, lost yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> and so you called me a day or two later said, hey, Greg is going to be at the bar right down the street, the Drunken Cobra. I got to right. get that right. I yep. always call it the wrong name. And they got <laughs> open mic down there, which I'd never heard of. It's right in my neighborhood. And I thought, oh, sure, I'll go down. And so we went down to the Drunken Cobra and... Obviously, it ties in with our podcast because we kind of have more of a comedy-centric podcast. Sure, we try to. Right, anyway, and yeah. so mm-hmm. this turned out to be a good way to meet people to get on the podcast, right. right? People that are interested in comedy. And the person that organizes or organized that particular open mic on Tuesdays was Darren. So we got to meet Darren. That's right. And we thought, hey, let's get him on the podcast and let's talk some comedy. And he's an organizer. He's a community organizer. He's like the local Obama of comedy here. What do they say? I'm a producer. Yeah. <laughs> but not the Nathan Lane kind, the ma- more ma- Matthew Broderick, you know, type. Oh, there you go. So yeah. you you thought, <laughs> I'm going to be the guy that runs a show. Well, how did that? Now, we just got done talking that it's on hiatus right now, this, mm-hmm. uh, this uh, open mic on Tuesdays. Uh, but when did it start? And when did you think, I'm going to be the guy? I'm going to be the organizer? I started... Uh, focusing on stand-up comedy in January of this year. I made a goal for myself. 
I want to do 10 sets without repeating any material. And I said I would go every other week without fail and do that. So over the course of um, those 20 weeks, Mm -hmm. I only repeated one joke because I thought it would hit particularly well with the comedian that was there that night. And it fell flat. (laughs) You should have stuck with the original program. (laughs) Exactly. But it was fine. It was fine because um, I realized just being able to churn out churn out material like that you know just to work out even if it didn't hit it was fun exhilarating because i get existentially bored like very bored Mm -hmm. so after when we got uh, i would say maybe my eighth eighth or ninth time going up i host karaoke at drunken cobra i should probably say that i host karaoke at drunken cobra and i have for a couple years now so we were talking me and uh Kevin, Kevin Heinz, we were like, hey, we need to do something else uh, on like another day of the week. I was like, hey, I've been doing stand-up. Uh, I've been uh, going to stand-up open mics. Like, yeah, we should do that here. So I was like, you know what? Why don't we do it on Tuesdays? So we set the date, June 13th. And wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I'm hosting an open mic. And I appreciate all the hosts of open mics, you know, Reagan Nimula, Louisa Noy, everyone that rotates through um, the high node as as well as uh, the Laughing Taps. Shout out to Matt Kempel, mm-hmm. dope mm-hmm. dude. So what I wanted to do is make sure that I get to go up every week, you know, try out some stuff and sort of work on hosting this sort of gig. Mm-hmm. After a couple of months, I'm like, all right, I feel very comfortable built up rapport with the local comedians, some folks style that I really like. And I thought would work in that venue, uh, drunken Cobra. And I was like, Hey, let's put together a show. And I did, I was very fortunate. I've been very fortunate to, uh, book the comedians that I have. Yeah. So shout out to all of you guys. And it went well, I've produced three shows so far and they've been attended very well. So where, did, where, did you, where did you host those? Uh, the first one was at Drunken Cobra. Okay. It was called uh, Drunken Comics at Drunken Cobra. Mm-hmm. On that show, I had John Barons, Louisa Noy, and uh, D Rock. And the second show was at Battle Lounge, which is a uh, an urban nerd lounge right here on uh, 55th and Lisbon. So here on the okay. north side, yeah, not I far from here. Is, yeah. Yes. Uh, I had on that show. Tilo Fezzi, Gemini the Savage, uh, Josh uh, Buckholter, Mark Vegas, Daryl Cochran, and Drew Flaggy. Mm-hmm. Um, and this most recent one was at Falklandia Brewing, which is a, a storybook brewery in St. Francis. Okay. We actually collaborated on a beer for this event. Okay, so let's see. So each show has a quirky name. So it was Drunken Comics at Drunken Cobra. Um, Battle Lounge was the Battle Lounge Mortal Comedy Show because it's like gamer-centric. <laughs> and the uh, Falklandia one was called the Hazy Ha Ha Holidays Comedy Show and Beer Release. <laughs> and the beer was just as delicious as the show was funny. It was uh, a <laughs> nice. Cranberry Hazy Imperial IPA. You know, I oh, uh, I think wow. maybe I've told this little mini story before. Uh, back when I was in chiropractic college, mm-hmm. I was really into college basketball, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I was like ready for the tournament. So I started asking around. Right? I said, who's running the pool? And people were like, no, nobody's running the pool, right? And all of a sudden it came over me. I can run the pool. 
right? Right, right, <laughs> right. Like, I'm, yeah, wait, also, a, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. I could run the right. pool. It, that yeah. was like one of the best days of my life. I'm like, I'm going to be the pool guy. You I've know? made it. Yeah. I finally made it. And I organized this pool. And this is a true story. We got about 40 people in it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be damned. I won it. I not only organized it, but I won it. It was rigged. And it was not rigged. It was real. And uh, it was so fun being the guy that organized it. So you, I'm sure when Olsen's idea came across, you're like, I'm the guy. You know, people are, who's the guy? And you thought, I'm the guy. I'm the guy. Right? And so you already did the karaoke thing. So you had kind of the hosting in you. Yeah, you'd be surprised how how easily it like sort of transfers. You just had to focus a little more on jokes. Every community, in this case, the the uh, the comedy community needs a guy, right? Yeah, and yeah. you're the guy, and of course you quit here lately. I'm not happy about that, but you'll come back. <laughs> you'll come back. But uh, but every community like this needs a guy, and so let me say this as somebody that's kind of recently got into this whole thing. Thank you for hosting this stuff, and and curse you for ending it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appre- I appreciate I appreciate the that you that you enjoyed yourself, and I realize I didn't answer your question, but yeah, I appreciate being considered. I guess one of the guys, you know, I, I feel like, uh, I don't know, maybe there was a refreshing perspective, like a, a, among the uh, comedians that I've, that I've hung out with. I was like, dude, I'd love to like share a stage with you. And that's kind of how I go into it. Anywhere I can show my gratitude and you know, how much I appreciate them. Uh, I, I will. So, f- all right. So for example, I'm wearing this T-shirt. This was actually the show tee for the last show. <laughs> so we have um, we have Shilpa Reggae, Reggae Nimla, uh, Connor O'Hara, and Syed. And it was uh, I, I pretty much make T-shirts for everyone that's uh, that's on a show. So mm-hmm. we kind nice. of pull up in solidarity and everything. So you've got an artistic organizing spirit about you. Yeah, <laughs> I went to school for graphic. Well, I got my degree in graphic design. Oh, cool! But in order to get that, I had to take a bunch of foreign language classes. Really? No, I just sort of went that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of worked out Wait that way. <laughs> no, I took all these foreign language classes to get my degree in graphic design, <laughs> just because they transferred. Uh, yeah. mm. So what languages do you speak? None fluently, at least not anymore, but I speak a bit of uh, Japanese, Spanish, and German. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And cool. English occasionally. Once in a while, yeah. yeah. Pull that out. Yeah, yeah. One thing, I'm just going to backtrack for a second mm-hmm. for our listeners. You said you started, uh, you wanted to start this up like in January of this year. Mm-hmm. You were talking about, they're going to be listening in January, so I'll say it was last year, actually. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Listeners. January no, no, nothing you have to worry yeah. about, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because for right now, we're recording in December, just for yeah, our you, listeners. Yeah, you start in January of 2023. Right. Yes. So you must have got yeah. word out, maybe through the Laughing Tap through our friend Matt Kempel's place. How did you get people to show up? Uh, oh (laughs) okay so uh warm market uh i've been hosting karaoke for a a long time and in addition to uh karaoke i do a a few other things um i'm part of a puppet troupe a local puppet troupe uh, called angry young men ltd um we gained our acclaim by doing a night of the living dead puppet show so think like a a zombie puppet show with the fun, you know, a fun house sort of vibe to it. Right. 
This is I, a Renaissance I, man here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, Puppets, comedy, right, karaoke, right. t-shirts. Yeah. T-shirts. You know? yeah. Graphic design. Yeah. Yeah. So as, as far as like promoting the shows or like getting people to come to the shows, more or less just just tap my folks. Like everyone taps theirs. Um, tell them it's going to be interesting. I went to school for. I also uh, spent some time doing digital marketing. I, I did things like adver gaming, just experiential, like experimental stuff. So, like, I made a stand-up comedy video game for each of the shows. So, each show you can play as a comedian, hitting people with punchlines and comebacks <laughs> for the hecklers, running digital campaigns. I didn't pay for anything because I, I feel that word of mouth should be good enough if you're doing something decent. But again, warm market. Shout out to anyone. I mean, you know, nothing against anyone that's putting a bunch of money into their ads and everything. I just feel fortunate to have word of mouth uh, work uh, work in my favor. Sure. And, and that's kind of how you got the people to be in the show as well, right? Ex- exactly. Yeah. Being yeah. Uh, hosting and being able to hang out on the scene, the mutual respect of the comedians. The Milwaukee comedy scene has been very welcoming. Very, very welcoming, and I'm very fortunate for that. I hear there are like some scenes where it's dog eat dog. It's like, yeah. we hope that you fail. <laughs> we yeah. hope that you right. fail. I was like, that's vicious. But, you know, that's not the Midwest way. Yeah. Right, right. What? Uh, okay, so let's say five years from now, mm-hmm. you've got all these ideas. Where do you see this going if, if it goes uh, a certain place? Uh, ridiculous productions in all these ventures. Where if you... Uh, if you had a dream scenario, what would it be in the future? I want to run conventions. I want to go on tour. I want to do like a nomadic tour, comedy. A traveling uh, comedy show yes, idea. Yes. yes. Now, you, you listen to our podcast uh, with Brendan O'Day. Yeah, And that yeah. might be something that you're interested in. You know, like, again, he did a lot of traveling and went from small town to small town. Yeah, and I was listening to it. And I was like, oh, man. I did have to take off the rose tinted glasses for a bit because I had like this whole like <laughs> pie in the sky, like, oh yeah, touring would be so great. And, he, and as he's like, uh, you know, talking about it, it's like, yeah, you spend a lot of time alone. And sometimes you had to get to a place in nine hours and unbelievable, you know, just not stopping and everything. I was like, oh, maybe I not. might need to <laughs> reco- reconsider this. And I know that he like dabbled in production and producing as well mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, see and that's the thing that i like i love meeting people so like going to a new place and and building rapport checking out the scenes that's what i love to do i love to travel so just being able to do this sort of thing anywhere like pop up but in a more i don't know sophisticated exactly yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you like the social yeah. aspect of it the meet making oh, friends very much people. so yeah yeah i like to play so i do want to do a tour, but I want to start a convention that sort of centers around the things that I'm interested in. So we're talking comedy, video games. I'm an anime fan. And generally speaking, I'm a fan of pop culture conventions. And that's where you can get, um, over the course of a weekend, everyone high energy that are interested in such fandoms and uh, other genres of things in one place just rejoicing in their love for all of these uh all of these things and sure. that's why not run one mm-hmm. or you want to run one? No. Oh yeah most oh, yeah. definitely okay. i want to pro- i want to pro- okay. i want to produce a convention <laughs> no um and again still be funny yeah right mm-hmm. oh that's that, yeah that's cool um i was going to say when you're talking about traveling and doing the traveling shows the other thing that that brendan talked about was that uh 
they don't pay anymore. Right. You know, like comedians, there's, there's no, nobody's, no, the comedians are getting paid very little anymore. Dude, right. it yeah. is so funny that you say that. I've had conversations with other producers, you know, more or less trying to get the lay of the land because I'm not trying to like fleece anybody. I'm not trying to, you know, undercut or anything like that. So I've had, uh, I have sort of an Obi-Wan, an Obi-Wan Kenobi when it comes to producing comedy. So I was able to ask about, okay, what's the average pay? What's the setup? Or since he's been in the game for a while, I'll bring my, uh, potential lineups i'm like all right what do you think about this and i think i might be on to something but generally speaking if there's one thing that i don't want to do having or being a performer myself is to make people feel like not appreciated just have everyone feel like they have value everyone brings brings uh something to a show regardless if it's a a puppet show a talent show comedy show just any any type any type of presentation you know, or entertainment, you, people, everyone is, is valued. Sure. Yeah. So you're talking about uh, starting up a new a new con, right? Something yeah. con. Darren mm. con. Right? <laughs> it might be something completely new, completely different. Darren con. I like the sound <laughs> of that. So it could be yeah. like an, an anime puppet comedy show. Something like that. I mean, have you thought? Of, have you thought about like exactly what what you want it to be like, or is it just kind of a kind of a like a goal of yours to to run one of these kind of things? I figure the the traditional format, as far as I'm concerned, as uh, conventions are concerned, you know, uh, most of them will start on Friday and run through a Sunday. But if you're like super hardcore, like a vendor, sometimes you'll come in on Thursday, set up then. I mean, we did this for uh, Anime Milwaukee. We took all, all the stuff in uh, Thursday. So I'm thinking maybe a Thursday through Saturday. Sunday is cool. So I don't know. I guess um, one night will be dedicated to games. You know, so really low, um, low stakes sort of deal. Then the next day will be the, you know, the first day of uh, like vendors, panels, you know, having various, um, maybe various people I've interviewed or people from various um, fields that we deem sort of ridiculous talk mm-hmm. about what they do. Mm-hmm. And then party that night, maybe a karaoke. Maybe this is just all about the party. Oh, maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it, it is. Just a way maybe for you, to, you can skip all the other stuff and have the party. No, you, don't you can't have do to. that. You yeah. can't do that. Not, not everyone likes to party. But, that's a, but yeah, and, uh, inter- and maybe have a comedy show, you know, each night, you know, uh, sure. Friday or maybe an open mic on Thursday, then a show on Friday and Saturday and everyone just chill and brunch on Sunday, run of the mill, uh, winding down of convention, uh, activities. There we go. It's cool. out there now. It's somebody's yeah. going to steal your idea. Well, it, well, they only know part of it. That's right. <laughs> they forgot about all, they forgot about the copious amount of shenanigans we're going to get into. Right. Well, not, not, <laughs> not only that, but I mean, you have the people, right? I mean, you, yeah. you have, I'm sure you have an idea of certain people that you'd like to, to present this to and, and, you know, and all the different genres that you hit and I'm, you know. I do. Nobody can steal that, Chris. Yes. And the open mic scene here in Milwaukee, you've got uh, on Wednesdays, you've got uh, Laughing Tap. I love that. I, I love Laughing Tap. Yeah. On Mondays, you've got the Bremen Cafe. Yes. Monday Mass. Shout out to Louisa and Reagan. Right. And then when is uh, the guy out in Brookfield, uh, Improv, when do they do theirs? Uh, I believe the Improv is on Thursdays. on Thursdays. I haven't been able to make it out because of my radio show. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's another thing we we're going to talk about. You mentioned right. getting us on the radio show at some point. Yes. Time. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I think it'll be a <laughs> – yeah, that's the bait and switch right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a bait and switch sort of ridiculous uh, collaboration. I actually look forward to it. What's the station? What's the call letters? All right, the, so the it's sort of ridiculous or sort of ridiculous radio. It's every Thursday on Riverwest Radio, uh, WXRW. 104.1 FM. If you're in the greater River West area, you could uh, listen to it on 104.1 mm-hmm. FM. If you're not in the area, if you're anywhere in the world, you know, you can go to riverwestradio.com and um, yeah, just click on listen live or you can go to shows, scroll down to sort of ridiculous and you'll see a lot of the episodes that I have archived. Okay. So, Is there a cool. lot of other... Shows like this, other artists in the River West area that are doing shows like this? Oh, oh yeah, most definitely. There's a, uh, I forget how many producers, how many producers there are um, at River West Radio um, currently. But yeah, hell, if you guys were looking to to do this like on a regular basis, I, yeah, this is something I think you guys would would uh, enjoy doing it. Uh, on River West Radio. Yeah, is it's kind of an artist cooperative type thing or is uh, it, who's behind the, who's behind the radio station? Ooh, if I if I told you that I had to kill you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh no, it's it's a collect, it's a co-op, you know, like uh like okay. you said. Well, it's not a co-op, but um it's a community and I believe it's uh Zav Le- Oh my god. Le- oh, Zav. I love Zav. I, can, I, I I forget how to pronounce his last name. It's French, though. It's La Player. La Player. La Player. Zav is good. Enough. Yes. Zav is, yeah, like Zav Cher, is great. The one name, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, amazing dude. It's every Thursday, 6 p.m. It's a half hour. Some folks do half hour spots. Some people do an hour. Some people do three hours. Doing uh, River West Radio has been a great great experience especially for hosting mm-hmm. uh some people do their like record their shows and send them in other folks do them live i prefer to do them live because just the thought of doing anything extra after after doing it is uh such a hassle not that i don't like editing but it's like can we just do this live and we're doing it live we're yes it's, live. It's, it's improv that's you know a FCC appropriate. <laughs> yeah, uh, River West is kind of Milwaukee's artist enclave. Is that not true? Is it an area that a lot oh, of artists, yeah. right? Oh, for sure, for sure. A lot of heartaches and dreams and broken dreams, mm-hmm. and the most progressive area in all of Wisconsin is the River West area. Oh yes, yeah. Most most certainly, I love River West. Well, okay. we want to thank Darren Alston of Sorta Ridiculous Productions here in Milwaukee. He's also on the radio on WXRW on 104.1. And what time is that again? Uh, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. On Thursdays. And, of course, you can find those archived episodes on the Internet. That's right. If you go to SortaRidiculous.com, that's S-O-R-T-A-R-I-D-I-C-U-L-O-U-S.com, you'll find info for all of the sort of ridiculous things that we do. Yeah, nice. it's community organizer, comedy organizer. He's got a lot of hats in the fire. Puppet master. A lot of his hats in the fire. What is it? Pu- puppet master. A lot of, a lot of, uh, of hats in the ring, I think. Is it hats in the ring or hats in the fire? I think it's uh, 
things in the fire. Iron, irons, irons in the fire. In the fire. Yeah. He's got a lot of irons in the mm-hmm. fire. A lot of hats in the ring. A lot hats of irons in the, ring, irons in the fire. fire. He wears a lot of hats. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff. We'll just leave it it at is that. hat time. I have hat going time on there. Next weeks. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Darren. Thanks well, for thank being you on the show. Thank you for having me. I yeah, appreciate, appreciate you. Yeah. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast when we talk with comedian Ben Hoffman. You've made it to the end of another Bait and Switch podcast. Spread the word. 